2: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1 800 GAMBLER.
4: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is straight out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. the pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell.
5: I'm R.J. Bell with the sports betting headlines for Thursday. Boston wins Game 3, taking a 2-1 lead. Now, the Celtics, a 67% chance to be NBA champions. Two out of three chances now for the Celtics to be champs. MVP odds, this is fascinating. For the first time, Jason Tatum is the favorite to be MVP. What I think we are really going to drill into is Steph Curry and his points and his fatigue. And AJ has an amazing insight into the difference of Steph now versus a couple years ago. Here comes a 4 out of the Vegas truth covering all that and more. You heard it. I'm RJ, live in Las Vegas, live on a Thursday, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. Boy, AJ, you've got a little bit to live up to here. If the headlines say some great insight, it better at least be good. Wouldn't you agree? At least
6: good, I think. At
5: least good. Yeah. And I'm going to be – we're going to dig into the numbers in an entertaining way. But do the, the – the question I'm going to pose, kind of a tease here, is if you look at – you know, we know Mackenzie has his binomial machine – it's really an Excel sheet with a few macros in it, but <laughs>
6: but you could, but really what is it any, sounds can, way better.
5: Well, but you know the truth is with any technology, it's just zeros <laughs> and ones, AJ. That's all it is, and <laughs> the, the but to me, what I'm gonna really zero in on, and we're teasing it here, is has there been a readjustment to Boston versus Golden State? Because and and maybe we'll start here, AJ. Is because You know, you're great info. We can wait two or three minutes on it. Sure. I said yesterday that Golden State didn't belong in the finals, that this was a team historically uh, that didn't fit historically, that a confluence of events, um, John Morant being out for multiple games, uh, not having to play Phoenix, Dallas being so limited, allowed Phoenix to, or I'm sorry, allowed Golden State to make the finals. And historically, they fall far short of what a finals team should be or has been. After watching this game, do you see that that it's almost gotten to be... And it doesn't mean they can't win the series. Because I think Boston, in its own way, its lack of uh, killer instinct or experience at the highest level could be big enough. It could be big enough that... They counteract each other, right? One of these teams will be, I think, one of the least accomplished champions of the century. But let's forget Boston for a minute because I think you can spin Boston a little differently. If the uh, high-pressure, end-of-the-game type stuff isn't a problem for them, then this Boston team's a good team. I mean, meaning a good champion. I'm not saying better than average, but they're not like some historically bad cha- I think Golden State is borderline historically bad if they won this title...
6: Do you see from yesterday's game that there might be more truth in that than you saw? Yes, there are certainly flaws, and what I was assuming was eventually guys like Wiggins and Clay Thompson would step up and have the kind of games that are expected from them, and the Warriors would look a lot better. Well, what, what Last night, hold on. That Wiggins, happened?
5: What games are expected from Wiggins?
6: I mean, you'd, you'd expect him to at least be putting up what he averages in the playoffs. He hadn't done that up until last night, and then last night, Wiggins and Clay both played like like solid parts, and they still came up well short. Well, I think that's fair. I think all that's fair. I mean, the, the you know the fi- for a guy that's never
5: been in the 5 I mean, the one guy or I guess one of the two guys that matter a good bit on Golden State that don't have finals experience, you know, Wiggins would be one of those and Poole, the other. Um, so if, if if there's anyone on Golden State that would suffer for reaching the finals, now it's a different stage, right? Probably them. But but that said, here's the case I could make with Golden State. The All the things that, makes this team amazing and I actually think they're in a maybe not this team amazing but this franchise amazing I think that that they are a, a, an extraordinarily good team a good team considering that their future looks brighter than their the, the present that that you could see a time in a year or two years from now that clay might be about the same because he's 2 years older but the theory is coming back from the injury, you know, he he can make it where uh, whatever he loses from age the next 2 years he would gain from getting closer back to 100%. Yeah, so maybe you could see that being even. yeah, you know, I'm sick of Draymond to be candid, so I'm going to like who knows right with him in 2 years. But then I'll say um the younger guys, Kaminga, Poole, uh, even Wiggins, still very young. And we don't know who's all going to be there contractually or whatever, but, I mean, we know most of those young guys are, right? Wiggins is the question mark. Yes. Yeah, so I guess my point is if – and forget Wiseman, who knows if he – in two years this could be a better team if the young guy – so it's so rare to have a team that could be competitive for a title – and then in two years be better, but, but, but it not just because they're so young, because you could make the case Boston would be, it'd be that different players would be key in two years. That makes them amazing. And it's why I think they did so well in the regular season, because you can have a guy like Kaminga really contribute in the regular season, but he's not ready for it now.
6: I agree with what you're saying. My one concern would be we talk about what kind of player you have to have to win a championship and we've talked about the being a first one of the best five players in the league. If Steph Curry in two years isn't that, well, he's, who he's is. borderline
5: not that now. So,
6: but right. okay, so I don't we assume think he, he won't be. We assume he won't be. So, who will be? Like, is Pool no. going to grow that much? Is Kaminga going to be that by then? No, I think no, that's no, the yeah. real question.
5: No, it's a great. You're making a great point. And if anything, it probably does decrease the chance that this team in two years would be a championship team. But it might be the better team. And you might say, well, wait, how could that? I think certain teams, if everything falls right can be a champion, but they aren't necessarily the better team over a long regular season. I think this team probably has, uh, you make a great point, I think this team probably has a better chance to win the title than that team in two years, but I think that team in two years is going to be the better team. But Steph is still good enough, in theory, that he could be that best player on a championship team still, but you've uncovered numbers uh, that, that really speak to maybe we're, we're too optimistic now what everyone has seen with the eye test is Steph has started really hot and he's puttered and sputtered at the end well you've got some numbers to really tell that story
6: yeah, and this is boils down to the way Steve Kerr is using Steph Curry. Steph Curry is no longer a 31-year-old man. Steph Curry is 34. The, before the playoffs started, he was out for a month leading up to the playoffs, and he's using him as if nothing's changed from the last time the Warriors were playing in the finals. All right, so the, AJ, let, let me guide the conversation here. So, you're
5: very prem
6: because we've done
5: this work and and it, I think it's a heck of a story. So, let's let's and I think everything you're saying makes sense, but let's let's. Let's kind of get the headlines first. So, to me, the headline here is what we're all seeing is he's sputtering at the end of the games. So, out of gas. Out of gas. Great way to think about it. So, my first thought is, okay, how many minutes is he playing? So, you did the analysis. You said, okay, let's compare his first three quarters. Right, quarter one, two, and three. How many minutes is he playing, right? And let's compare that to the regular season. So there was an entire regular season he played X number of minutes in the first three quarters. Now he's in the playoffs, X number of minutes in the first
6: three quarters. How do they compare? He's playing about 25 percent more minutes in the first three quarters in these playoffs than he was in the regular season. Okay, so now that
5: isn't exactly correct. His rest count. Uh, so give me the <clears throat> give me the minute number that he played in the first three quarters in the regular season versus now
6: just give me the minute count. first three quarters. He, he, his, his rest count is 11 minutes in, in the in the regular season. It's been eight minutes in the in the postseason.
5: Okay, so he's playing there's about a three minute amount more now in the first three quarters. Now, if you think about it, on first thought, three minutes doesn't seem like a lot. But then if you think, and that's why you went with the rest side of it, which I think is right, is, okay, there's going to be 36 minutes in the first three quarters, and he was resting 11 minutes. Now he's resting eight. Well, that's three out of 11 total minutes rest. It's like think about game minutes, right, is the idea that, hey, maybe he'd be out between the eight-minute and six-minute mark of the second quarter typically, but here he's playing another two minutes, and then he's playing another minute in the third It's pretty significant. So it's like all regular season, they're saying, hey, you get 11 minutes rest in the first three quarters. Now they're saying you only get eight minutes rest in the first three quarters. Now that to me is a big difference. And if we look at the numbers in the fourth, this is in the fourth. Now these are the last two series we're looking at these fourth quarter numbers. Now why would we do that? Because he did miss about a month, Curry did, before the playoffs started. His first game back was the first playoff game. So yeah. when you when you rest like a month, the theory is you've got a little bit, you know it's like uh, LeBron in the bubble, the theory is okay, you're gonna be more rested. there's not going to be accumulated fatigue. But Your battery is recharged. that's a great another great way to say, I agree, battery recharge. But here's the thing. like LeBron said, reconditioning, it can, it, as you get older, it gets tougher, and maybe Steph hasn't gotten all the way back to his in game condition. Because if you look at the fourth quarter, right, is he was scoring nine and a half points in the first two series, so nine and a half points per game. Now he's scoring three. All right, this is the fourth quarter, nine and a half to three. His percentage of made f- uh, field goals. 54% it was, now, without being more tired, 41%. And if you look at the plus-minus, first two series in the fourth quarter, plus 37. When Steph was on the court, the first two series of this playoffs, they outscored the, the, the team, go and say, by 37 points, their opponents. Now, in the fourth quarter of the last two series, this series and the prior series against Dallas, minus 28 Plus 37, minus 28. 54%, 41%. 9.5 points per game, 3 points per game. The battery's not recharged. The battery's almost dead, AJ.
6: Yeah, and it's because they're using him like he's still a young man, and he's just not. There's no way you can expect someone with his age and coming off the injury-plagued season that he had to be conditioned enough to go through a full playoff stretch like this and play that kind of minutes. It just doesn't work. And this was another great insight of yours
5: is the natural thing to do is say, hey, why is Curry playing so many minutes? Because we might think, one, it's what they've always done in the playoffs or maybe two. my thought was maybe they know they got to just roll the dice and play him extra minutes because this team's not good enough. Well, you went back and if you look at the finals against Toronto, the last major series that mattered before this season for Steph is the minutes per game or the uh, per quarter. The first three were about identical to now. So it was years you know, three years ago? Three years ago. And and they were doing the same thing they're doing now. So Kerr hasn't changed. Curry has changed. The coach is doing the same thing he did three years ago. It's just at this age, at age thirty four, Curry can't do it. And thus we're seeing these fourth quarters as the playoffs continue. I think it's really insightful. Kinda of wrap up
6: the, the, the general thought or anything you want to add. My thought is now that the only way for them to to have a shot is to make sure that there's something left for the end game with Steph Curry, and if that means not having these great runs in the third quarter that they've had, or maybe they have to use him a little less in the first quarter, but there's got to be more left in the tank in these end game situations because that's when you count on your superstar at the end of a game. And right now, you're super you're looking everybody's looking at Steph Curry, and he's sitting there dripping sweat. There's just nothing left, and now he's got to Injury to deal with, you have to find a way to have him more ready at the end game than what he is, or someone else is going to have to do it, and I think that's almost impossible.
5: Well, what we know here is Curry doing this is impossible, right? Because it oh, the thing about the playoffs are it's a young man's. That's what's so wild about the NBA. You could say it's a young man's title to win except young teams don't hardly ever win it it's this rare sporting event it's almost like the belmont in horse racing the belmont requires you to run the longest race a horse will ever run except to win the triple crown it takes three victories in a five-week period typically so that means you're going to be tired so it's like the Belmont requires you to have more endurance than any horse. Well, when I say you, a horse, than then at any time in the horse's life. But it's going to be more tired than any time in its life if it won the yeah. first two races. And then you add in that the Belmont especially have what they call shooters, which are horses bred just for this length, just for this race effectively. And they are coming in fresh. They didn't play race in the Kentucky Derby, didn't race the Preakness. That's why the, the Triple Crown is such an amazing Victory and accomplishment. Well, think about the NBA playoffs. If you're young, well, Magic can win it if he's young. I mean, we saw that in winning time. But other than that, if you're young, it's hard to win it. Think about a young, what's the last young team that won it? And then you think,
6: yeah, go ahead. I was to say it would have been it would have been the the first Warriors iteration in twenty fifteen. Yeah, that's a
5: fair one. That's a fair one. They were probably youngish for the. Uh, the yeah, I give you that one. Okay. Ste-
6: Steph was twenty six at the time. That's I mean, and he was the the driver. So I feel like that's a young team. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Now you know uh, what was
5: it Bogart? Uh, Bogart. I mean, yeah, Bogart is. Um, Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. But you know, what's fascinating is if, if by 32, you're young or older, too old for this, maybe. And we're not saying any individual team, but we're saying the team itself. Right. Then, man, you've got a small window. And if you really think about it, think about the title win, like when Kobe, you know, when Kobe was the best player, how old was he? You know, that's another study for us to do is take the, the, the three best players on the title winning teams and see their average age. Now, that is going to be interesting because I would make such a major bet. It's going to be between 27 and like 30 and a half. And it's like that that rare time you have enough experience, but you're not old yet. And it will be a good segue. We'll take our first break. If we look at Boston's age, man, I looked at the roster today, and it's so deceiving because these guys have been around a long, long time. But this Boston team is going to be surprisingly historically young if they do win this. And I teased it a little bit ago. I'll say it one more time. Has the betting market reevaluated how good Golden State is versus how good Boston is? Usually within a series they don't. You might think yesterday was profound enough that
6: they did. We'll tell you. Stay tuned. Deal with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So, next time you're in battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Straight out of Vegas!
4: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific
0: Download the new DraftKings Pick Six app now and use code CRSHOW. Show. New customers could play five bucks, get fifty in Pick Six credits. That's code C R Show C R S H O W. Only on DraftKings Pick Six.
3: The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum five dollar first pick set to receive fifty dollars in Pick Six credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick Six use only. Expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler eighteen. 18- Plus, in most eligible states, age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksixdraftkingscom slash promos. Covino
0: and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns.
1: Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special
0: offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm
5: RJ
6: Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. Dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're in battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution in America's number one battery destination.
5: I think as I thought about that first segment, what's fair to say is there's a problem that Golden State has that's so big, there might not be a solution. And the idea that this was a coin flip series 24 hours ago, and... As we keep looking closely at this situation, these teams, Golden State may be inferior in a way that they can't overcome. Or if they do, it's just luck. Because I think Boston is proving itself to be, not even proven itself, I think the current reality. Now, what is that reality, right? That reality is that Steph needs to play in the playoffs about three extra minutes leading into the fourth quarter. That's what they've done historically. That's what they did the last major series against Toronto. Golden State had Steph play about three more minutes in the first three quarters than he did during the regular season. That's just, hey, it's the playoff time, baby. Well, when Steph was younger, it was fine. What we're seeing now is those three extra minutes, especially as the playoffs continue and you look at the drop off and, and the numbers are just stunning. First two series in the fourth quarter with those extra minutes, almost 10 points per quarter fourth quarter t- 10 uh, double digits almost averaging in the fourth quarter now three last two series three points in the fourth 54% versus 41% and the team is suffering so much one second in the fourth plus 37 in the in the first two series before the fatigue really caught up it seems when staff's on the court in the fourth quarter, they outscore opponents by thirty seven points. Now they've been outscored by twenty
6: eight. It's think about game one, it was the fourth quarter, and in game three it was the fourth quarter. The difference is staff. Go ahead, AJ. I was thinking we were talking about how many more minutes he's playing in these in these postseasons versus the regular season. It's also if the Warriors end up winning this series, it will be the most games Steph has been asked to play in a postseason as well. That the teams with Kevin Durant breezed through the playoffs, so he was playing 17 games in the you know throughout the playoffs. They're gonna have to play at least 22. If they're going to win this thing, which would be the most Steph's ever been asked to play at his most advanced age.
5: And as much as you know what? Today's the youngest you're ever going to be again, AJ. That's Every true. day we
6: break a new record. On <laughs> but, How you were and- talking about. You know, asking the horses who are, you know, should be less expected to be able to run these long distances. It's almost kind of like that. You're asking a horse who should be the least likely to be able to go this long distance, the old horse, you're asking him to do it more than ever at his advanced age. It's it's just going to be so, a tough battle.
5: So, just to be clear, the old horse in this case is Steph Curry.
6: The old horse is Steph Curry.
5: <laughs> okay, okay, I got that straight. That's AJ Hoffman. I am RJ <laughs> Bell. Okay, we're straight out of Vegas. And this is the fastest crunch on Fox Sports Radio. And every, about once a week, I'll go blah, blah, blah. And it's 107 degrees here in Vegas. 107. And AJ, here's what I want to shift to. Because it is so fascinating to think about the, the achievement of an NBA title. And, you know, I was thinking more about basketball recently. Because I've been watching... Or I just finished yesterday, winning time, actually, that ten episode, very highly recommended. I actually thought I've got the one last episode th- left. I th- you know, I, I won't give anything away. I actually think, I think um, Magic does pretty well at center versus Philly. I, I just have a – I'll give that <laughs> away. But, uh, but I, I will say I thought the last episode was the worst episode. And, and I thought the first two weren't great. It's like the middle from three to nine I think is really good. That's just my personal opinion. But, but I'm anxious to see – you know what's funny? You think to yourself they could do – each season could be one of the Lakers seasons – and then you think about it, they could make, like, each of the games of a seven-game series or six-game series a, a full episode. It's like you could go as fast or as slow as you want to with that kind of stuff, and it would be all so fascinating. You know, like with the movie Lincoln, usually a biography tries to go over the entire time. They show the kid chopping down the tree or whatever. But then in Lincoln, it was like it was just this two-week period. And, it, and to me, whenever – in the Steve Jobs movie when it was, like, one presentation – is is it's always fascinating how you can make something go really fast or slow, but really the story is the same, which is the people behind it, AJ. It's all about people, AJ. I don't know if you know that. Uh, <laughs> now speaking of people, how are you feeling emotionally? Because usually when someone's a big fan of someone, like you are with Steph, as they get older, it makes them feel their own mortality. Right. And my <laughs> grandfather, who passed away a few years ago, as you know, but he was 96. So as he got, you know, he was pretty much the age of Sinatra. So as people started keeling over that were his contemporaries, you know, he, he really said, you know, it makes you feel old. Right. Someone you grew up with, you know, a, a movie star and then they're dead. Are you feeling your mortality with Steph?
6: Sure. I mean, it doesn't help that I'm limping around like an old man right now with a blown ACL. But, yeah, to think back to 2012-13 when, you know, Steph first got into the playoffs as a young man and think, oh, man, this guy's so electric, and now I'm seeing the end, apparently at least the beginning of the end of the Steph Curry era of dominance, it it, it reminds me that, I boy, I'm not young. Well, I mean, there's no mirrors in the house? Well, <laughs> you, you know. No, you look good. You
5: actually look very good for your age. It, <laughs> see, you, you can't joke about things that are, that are that, unless they're not true, right? Then you can like you can tell the guy who is thin, you can say, man, you're eating a lot. That's funny, right? But if there's a big heavy set guy saying it and you say, that's not as funny, you know, at least to him. Not, as, not to him, certainly. <laughs> We're straight out of Vegas. Okay. But I don't want to say I told you so, but it wasn't that long ago, I don't know, a week ago that I was telling you Steph's kind of too old to be the best player on a championship team. And and I'm not sure you know here's the question. Could he be? I think so, right? I mean what I'm saying is if they had one more good player, Steph wouldn't, those three minutes wouldn't matter as much. And I just wonder should Kerr maybe just roll the dice and say, let's put you know whoever it is, if it's Pool, whatever, let's give Pool those extra minutes. And you know what? Instead of Steph playing three extra Let's play him three less, all right? Let's do a six-minute change in the first three quarters and and just think, can Poole get hot? Can he can he grow into this? Because I don't see any way, as these games accumulate, and Steph did get hurt in some way at the end of this game, That how this gets better. I mean, your numbers and McKenzie's numbers on this are stunning. And they're worth saying one more time. When you shot 54% in the fourth quarter, the first two series, and now you're at 41 when you scored nine and a half points in the fourth quarter, now you're scoring three. When you were plus 37 as a team when Steph was on the court in the first two ga- a series in the fourth quarter, and now you're minus 28 at 65 points of difference. That's this entire season. They would have won game one for sure if they would have played well in the fourth. And they, they were up a dozen entering the fourth. If they just won that one game, they'd be up 2-1 right now. And there wouldn't be all this panic. Well, the panic's justified, though. It is. I, I don't see how they win this series, and it's a good way. I don't. I don't ever say it like that. I, let's just say this: it would take a fundamental change or Boston to really choke it
6: away. For I think for what you going state to win. Go ahead. Yeah, I think what you said about Kerr. There, there has to be some sort of change of mindset. I, and you, you mentioned in the first segment how they've got this young talent, this young core that they b- believe is the future it's time to test some of that and see if you really believe in those guys. Is Jordan Poole getting those three minutes? Is he likely to be better than Steph in those first three minutes or those three minutes over the first three quarters? Probably not, but you at least give yourself a shot in the fourth quarter in the end game where they haven't had one.
5: Exactly. Because here's what we know. He's not playing well in the fourth quarter ever as he's getting more tired. It's not like some games he's good. No, no. This is almost consistently he's not playing well. And, even if Poole were not quite as good or even significantly worse, as long as Poole played okay, whatever you lost in those couple of minutes in the first three quarters, staff being competitive at the end of the game feels more important than that. Let me give you an analogy. Imagine if uh, Nick Foles, Philadelphia Super Bowl against the Patriots, imagine if the quarterback that got hurt wasn't Wentz, but was an older quarterback, like a Matt Ryan today. And imagine if he could play, but he'd be playing like, like 80%, like Jimmy G, let's say, was in these playoffs. Uh, uh, or, um, Yeah, yeah. So a situation where Jimmy G's not 100%, but he's the veteran. Trey Lance is young and inexperienced, but he's 100%. And what happened? Shanahan said, Jimmy G. And they, yeah. they were up 10 in the fourth quarter. Entering the fourth, they couldn't win. And it's like that obviously shows a real distaste to Trey Lance. And again, as the reports are coming in, McKenzie's mood hasn't been good. I didn't really connect it till now. Maybe it's connected with his love of Trey Lance. We'll get into that tomorrow probably. But, but the fact of the matter is that if Philadelphia in that Super Bowl had an older quarterback at 80%, That's kind of like what Curry's deciding. Give me the older guy in these minutes, even though he's going to be compromised because I'm scared of the unknown. But sometimes the unknown is really good. And Nick Foles was not really good uh, before too much, though he was that one season. And he hasn't been good since hardly at all. But that day in the Super Bowl, Nick Foles was one of the top five quarterbacks ever to play in a Super Bowl game. It's just unequivocally true, the way he played. And you know what? Pool can get hot. It feels like you take certain defeat almost, but you don't have to have the risk of a young guy. Well, what's the risk if it's certain defeat? And certain's not right,
6: but you know what I'm saying. Go ahead, Ejit and I think you've seen over these last two series, and you just gave the numbers, there's enough of a sample size for Steve Kerr to look at and say, what we're doing with Steph isn't working come fourth quarter time. We've got to change something. And I would, I would guess, given their track records, Steve Kerr should trust Jordan Poole more than Kyle Shanahan should, should trust Trey Lance to get this job done. So <laughs> prove that you believe in these young guys, get them those minutes, and hope that your star can carry you late.
5: Well, he's only been in the same room as Trey Lance like four times, I think, because the <laughs> start. if you're not the starter, I mean, you know, we should just take, here's what we'll do. All right. Is I'm going to ask McKay. I'm going to give him a little lead time to know the question. Here's the question. How much more concerned are you about
4: Trey Lance over the last month or so? Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
1: Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the partner with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast.
0: Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay.
6: I'm A.J. Hoffman. He's the voice of
5: Vegas, R.J. Bell. Oh, Mr. Dan, that was a clean one, baby. I'm not even going to cause him any trouble. So clean. I do <laughs> notice, A.J., that Mr. Dan Byer, you doing it. That works for him. So if Dan ever uses that professionally, I need a, a, at least a muffin basket once a year. So just that sounds, that sounds fair. All right. Good job, Dan. Thank you. All right. So here's the thing. I love long-form interviews. And I was lucky enough a while back to get to interview Oscar Goodman, uh, the former mayor of Las Vegas. And I really was a fan of his. And and I started lit- reading his old interviews and listening to some of them. And it dawned on me there was a couple questions I was going to ask him. That he always had the same answer to, that was an answer that kind of evaded the core of the question. And it wasn't like some big accusatory thing. It was just he didn't want to get into, I think it was mob related or whatever. And yeah,
6: canned answer.
5: Yeah, that's a great way to say canned answer. So I, what I did was I got those canned answers and wrote them as part of my question. I would say, <laughs> You've often been asked blah, blah, blah. And I say, now I know typically you say blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. And then the whole premise of the question changed. So that's what I'm going to – and it was pretty effective. Here's what I'm going to do with Mackenzie. We've done this before. So I'm going to ask this question differently. Trey Lance, by all accounts, is struggling. I know that long-term you can say wishfully, yeah, the future looks bright. Or you could pull out and look at his birth age and compare it to so-and-so and say he's still fine. But in reality – Looking at what's happened, not in the future, but what's happened so far, it tends to be so disappointing. My question is, what's happened so far with Trey Lance with the 49ers that causes you to feel positive? I'm not saying what makes you feel negative. I'm saying what causes you to feel positive about the actions taken by the 49ers and Trey Lance when it comes to Trey Lance's future?
4: Excusing Jimmy G from camp was a good start, and just – what makes so, it wait, so, so hold on a how second. How did it, Cam. Oh, 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 oh,
5: oh, he was excused from camp because he can't start throwing again for a month plus. So, he wasn't going to participate in the OTAs anyway. So, okay. how could that – you're saying the fact they didn't need him there is a sign they have faith in him? In, in, in Trey Lance?
4: Okay, that's fair. He can't throw, so there's no reason to have him either way. Exactly. So I guess what makes me feel good is the performance of Trey Lance at minicamp. Oh, oh,
5: <laughs> you mean like the thing where it says so-and-so is in the best shape of his life or when they show like with complete a pass like that kind of thing. Now, do you, a, do you have this 50 for 67? Do you have a 5 percent? Do you have a close circuit of the minicamp? Media reports only. Media report. When's the light? Here's what we're going to do. Let's take our last break. I'm going to see if in that time can McKenzie come up with an example of any quarterback ever that there was media reports of bad throwing in minicamp. And if he can, maybe he'll be right. And if he can't, he'll be wrong. I think you know what's going to happen. Stay tuned.
6: Deal with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. He's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Out of Vegas!
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm
6: R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. Dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're in battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. These are my favorite announcement. Impromptu Best Bet coming up in just a
5: minute or two. First, though, in a perfunctory way, let's just see. Does somehow McKenzie have any answer to the Trey Lance catastrophe? Uh, And the question is, and it's one question, Yes or no, and if yes, give me the details. Have you ever seen in the OTAs press reports of a quarterback being really poor, McKenzie? No, no. So the fact that you're so you the reason for optimism of Trey Lance is there's (laughs) not reports that he's being thrown poorly, though they've never ever existed in the history of the world.
4: Make a good point. (laughs) So how you feeling? (laughs) He throws a pretty ball. I'm ready. I'm happy to. I'm. I'm excited to see this season. So you're saying you just want now whatever you're feeling now to stop. <laughs> <laughs> All
6: right, we are straight. We're straight. Take away my joy, please. We're straight out of Vegas
5: here. You know, Colin was killing the 49ers for bringing in Steve Young, and I'm thinking, well, why not go Joe Montana then back up by Steve Young? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. The question is, who would give the 49ers a better chance to win right this minute? Steve Young or Trey Lance? <laughs> I mean, it sounds funny, AJ, but are you sure it would be Trey Lance? I'm not 100 sure. No. All right. All right. Okay. Now we're gonna. What I here's my best bet, and and this is stunning. This is stunning. I get it. In the NBA playoffs, it always feels like what you mo- you saw most recently is like this this massive truth, and then the next game it contradicts it, right? And I totally get that, that, that human beings tend to overemphasize the recent event. Recency bias is like a technical term for that. And betting, fading that, and not being a part of recency bias is a big part of how I win. It's one of my favorite things. People overreact, right? But there's some things when they stay consistent, you've got to react strongly to. And we've spent a show that the. Golden State doesn't feel like they can win without Steph playing extra minutes in the playoffs. And in the fourth quarter, those extra minutes, as the playoff series have progressed, have been crushingly bad in the fourth quarter because it would seem only fatigue. What else is different in the fourth? It's not, he can't handle the pressure. So how's that going to get better? Steph's not getting any younger, and the accumulated fatigue is not getting less. (laughs) It's It's growing, the accumulation. Accumulations typically go up. So my thinking is, well, how much did the series price adjust? Meaning the implied the implied odds beneath the, the math of it. There's there's a line in game four, game five, game six, game seven that the math considers, and then you get the series price. And when I looked at this, I was shocked. Right now, Boston is minus 220. Okay. If you do the math on it, it implies that Golden State is the better team. How could that be with them? It's because, one, they're up 2-1. Number two, the home game situation is the assumption is Boston would be a a 2.5-point favorite at home and Golden State would be a a 3.5-point favorite at home. Golden State is not the better team. So I'm going to double up. I've already got one best bet on Boston to win the series at even money. We're going to go with a second one, minus minus two twenty. Double best bet. Now, this is just a, a, one additional bet on Boston minus 220 to win the series. AJ, what do you think?
6: It's hard to argue against it. They, the path for the Warriors it's becoming pretty sparse in ways that they could find that they could find a win here. I, I'm running out of ways to see it.
5: Well, you and Steph will still have Paris.
6: Oh, wait, we that's will. Dead. But
5: it, <laughs> <laughs> now, what I what I think is fascinating and McKenzie teased this, and we're going to dig into the numbers and get it for you tomorrow, is Boston, their youth. This would be one of the youngest NBA teams to ever win a title. To some degree, it's a sense of, oh, they've been in the conference finals. Yeah, but if you just look at their age, this is an extremely young team, and we'll dig into that
6: tomorrow. AJ. Uh, I think it's fascinating. If you missed any of today's show, including a breakdown of Steph Curry's fourth quarter usage versus effectiveness in these playoffs, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. We're going to preview game four. The Celtics currently sit as four-point favorites. He's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio.